You're listening to the Dad Gab Show, and here we go! Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dad Gab. In case you didn't notice, that is, in fact, Mike. Not luck doing the opener, because he is on assignment this week. I don't know what that means, but that is the fact. And we have, of course, our jan- our general standard fill-in. The full-time sub is that what we call him? You might call know. him. You might call him OG. You might call him Orion. You probably know him as Glenn. Here he is, everybody. Hey, everybody! Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, how did I do? Was that okay? Was that? Was uh, that... no, not 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 good enough. <laughs> not good enough. Thank you. Well, I'm just playing. Yeah, that's a good start. Good start. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, thanks for filling in. As I said, I don't know exactly what Luck's up to this week. I think maybe he's just he and Lady Luck are having a weekend. Do you know? Did I make that up? I feel like I read that on Facebook as well. Right. I think that is what I've like. Good for him. We'll see what he thinks. Maybe you and I can do better than the two of you did. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Way to be so noncommittal. Actually, you guys did great. I've told you that. You guys were wonderful. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like we do our normal spiel. Have you, you, I feel like are one of four people who have loosely aligned yourself with the dad gab fitness, right? So it's me, it's luck, it's Luke and it's yourself. How have you done this week, sir? Uh, my yoga is worthless, like totally gone, but I, uh, I'm a pretty regular bike commuter and I'm trying not to fall. Cause usually in the winter, there's like a momentum problem. Like if I quit for a day cause of snow or something, then sure. I will. So like. I had, uh, it was really crappy one day and I didn't do it. And then the next day I came back and I did it. I was proud of myself and I thought I was like, I broke the momentum and I got back in real quick. So Out I'm excited what, about that. What, uh, what temperature are we dealing with in your neck of the woods currently? Uh, it was, it was in the teens one day. And uh, do you, but, you still bike in the teens? Yeah. 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 I, I can get to about zero, uh, if I game up it's no. six and a half miles. So it's like 30 40 minutes, something like that. Let, let me ask you, because as, as we discussed a little bit prior to show, I'm sweating. How do you not like get like drenched, like the weird cold sweat thing? Like, what do you do when you get to work? Do you just walk in? Or are you gross? Like, do you like what? How does this happen? What do you do? I find it very hard to not if I get on a bike to not shower after getting off the bike. Okay. So like I have a tendency to just want to ride hard. I ride like I was like we rode when we were kids. Like I like standing okay. up. I like like sprinting and slowing down and coasting and like I I, I feel like uh, you know so I feel like I have to I have to shower and so we have a fitness center at work and I just shower. Okay, that makes sense. So how much extra time would you say that adds? Like I because I think of everything in time in terms of like how much sleep can I get before I absolutely have to roll out of bed? Obviously, I could never then ride a bike to work because that would just screw my whole sleep up. Like, what does this add to you? Uh, well, we only have one car. So I, if I don't ride my bike, I take the train. And so it's, it's about the shower extra. So like, okay, if I can, I, there's been times on the way home, I can race the train. And if I'm going hard, I can be about equal time to the train. If I'm going hard. Nice. Uh, so it's about the shower plus maybe five more minutes. So maybe 10, 15 minutes more to not take the train. Okay. That's not bad. I'll accept that. Yeah. Thanks. How did you do? Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's the retort. You're supposed to go, hey, Mike, how did you do? 
Jeez Louise. Uh, I'll tell you, I just went for a run before we started this morning. Um, so that was could try and get that out of the way. It was much better than last week. Still not good. Uh, but I ran the whole time. Uh, last week I had to putter a little bit because my leg just felt like it was about to fall off. But it, it hung in there. I ran. As I said, I'm still sweating, which is ridiculous, even post-shower. That is why I could not do this and go to work. Like, I would just be like, well, I'm a factory of gross. I have to be away from everyone. Uh, we have cameras that we can see each other. And when you came on camera, your towel made me think that either you had just been in a heavyweight fight or you were doing <laughs> the dishes. Are you calling me fat? I'm heavyweight? I don't know what no, weight no. I'm in. I don't know. Some sort of like boxing match. You've got like the towel of, of the bo- like a boxer or something. Yeah. I have specific like post shower like wear. Like it's, I have this very like, I have this very like, no, I'm not joking. Like, this is weird. I don't know why I'm telling everybody, but here you go. I have like, like a very like loose shirt. I have like my post run towel that I carry around and mop my, my still sweating forehead. It's a whole thing. My God. Yeah. How about that? Uh, man. So I gotta, I gotta be honest. I don't really recall what luck and I talk about to start every show. He usually drives the bus. I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, <laughs> hmm. You got something? Normally, we do, normally, normally, we start with a beer here. However, you, per your request, have asked yes. that we save that to segment two. Is that correct? That is correct. All right, all right. If you insist. Uh, speaking of which, how? Speaking of segments, how about that? How did you feel about four versus five? Uh, g- good, good. All is well. <laughs> Thank you. Deep insight. Um, I'll tell you, I prefer four to five because even though it only cut like 20 minutes off the show, like not even that much. I think the thing that occasionally we miss here is I'm very much like a tangent person. Oh, are you? I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes we, we try and stay on topic because we have so many we want to get to. And I feel like if you really want the authentic drinking with Mike, scenario you have to be prepared that we're just going to go down some paths like this was not determined we're not going to go down this way but here we are and we've found ourselves there we have to find a way back so i think four allows us a chance to do that better i agree best play-by-play man in the business right there uh another interesting thing is generally this is recorded on a sunday afternoon is that correct uh yeah 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 well it's Saturday morning. Yes, it is. It is. It's a different show. Uh, I am well caffeinated, I will acknowledge. Are you? That's, yeah. that's, that's good. <laughs> I, I'm sure whatever I had in my body has been sweat out. So, as discussed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we are going to drink before noon. We are. We which, are. Is, which is generally one of those life rules you try not to break, I think. I think generally noon is, is the cutoff. Uh, there's people, I oh, see now we're going, we're going to where I, uh, yeah, yeah. Where are we going? <laughs> Here's our tangent. Okay. Yeah. Fine. There's people, gotta that, fill uh, time. the, the brunch beer, mm. people like the brunch beer. Sure. I, I feel am, like people who eat brunch are generally hung over. Yeah. Hair of the dog. How do you feel about that? I, I'm on board with, like, I feel like it doesn't like it works in like, oh, I see you shaking your head. I feel like it works in like the brief. Like in the moment, it's like, oh, sweet relief, sweet, thank you. But I feel like it only makes it worse within like an hour or two if you don't take real good care of yourself from there on out. You yeah, disagree? I'm a firm no. I'm a firm no. I'd much rather have coffee 
and a lot of food and and rejuvenate in that way i mean look i yeah i think most of the time i i don't really get like i don't feel like at this point in my life most of the time unless it's a special occasion where we're out and about and doing some goofy things like i don't feel like i get like hammered to the point that i'm super hung over the next day like that's just not like a thing like i feel like i like i find my my range like a good like six to seven you know <laughs> at home or whatever like i you know if 10 is off the rails like i can find then i can just sit there and i can just kind of like ride that and be real happy with it so that the next morning i don't feel like you know dog vomit and that also comes with having a kid that is going to wake up regardless of how i feel so sure. um now the last time the three of us got together <laughs> That was a bit of a show, and not a good one. <laughs> the time I had to walk away from the breakfast table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was a good one. We should do that again. I want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what else. What else you got? He's maybe we should move on so we can. Uh, call okay. Oh, hey, he's he's done here. <laughs> Director Glenn, one more thing. I just want to point out while I'm thinking about it because it just popped back into my head. I've been told by some reliable sources that you have some fans. Oh, God, really? Yeah, you do. Oh, it's nice to hear. Yeah, is it, it is nice, isn't it? I would also like to know that I have fans other than my family. <laughs> I'm certain you do. <laughs> I'm mostly joking. But, uh, yeah, I, I've been told that uh, people look forward to having... Here we go. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, let's talk about beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike and I tend to be, you know, luck likes beer, but Mike, he goes deep. I tend to as well. So we thought we'd uh, spend some time here together going on the different directions, especially craft beer. Yes. Uh, but first, let us uh, let us crack one open. Yeah. We? All right. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious what it is. Okay. Well, uh, let's go with the noise first. I gotta tell you, man. I feel like you're uh, you're awfully uh, bossy this morning. I feel like you've got this figured out how you want to do it. Maybe you should just drive the bus <laughs> from here on out. Uh, no, no. It's <laughs> uh -huh. I heard I heard you're on air talent, so I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> it's pilot to co-pilot, man. I don't know. Right. What do you got? Okay, so uh, we talked about brunch beers, and and generally, you kind of got my impression that I don't like them. Correct. Uh, I like to drink coffee. So that's why I drank plenty of coffee this morning. And then I was like, I should try some brunch beer because that's how we should do things here. All right. So I went to my local liquor store. I walked around for 10 minutes trying to decide what I wanted. Okay. Uh, I wanted a, a beer that had coffee in it or had some flavors or notes of coffee. Uh, generally so, right up my alley. I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, I like coffee. I usually like stouts and things that this tends to be in. Correct. Um, so I ended up with the Nitro Cold Brew Cream Ale, which okay. is a little bit outside my wheelhouse. And it's from New Belgium. And uh, I had to resist the temptation of drinking some last night. And um, here I am. First, first pour. First drink on air. Here it is. And? Oh. 
the nitro E is good. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I could do this. It's a nice yeah. color. I appreciate uh, it's a good, it's good, uh, it's good color there, man. It's a nice brown. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, sir. I am Thank drinking you. straight from a can because I'm lazy about it and I don't want to have to bring an extra uh, drink receptacle up to the studio. I am drinking a U- uh, Ninja versus Unicorn from Pipeworks. <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, nobody knows. Um, it's a it's a double IPA. Um, you know, nice and refreshing post run. Um, <laughs> uh, did you you were at some point in Chicago when Chicago we in Chicago? That. It, it. The first one might have been the closest, but the rest of them were, were not even. <laughs> uh, were you familiar with Pipeworks? I was. They were a little smaller, uh, I think, than they are now when I lived there. Yeah, they they distribute pretty heavy down here, and I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of pretty much most of the things they do. Um, I also I'm a ba- I'm a bit of a backwards drinker. It's very strange. Like as we we're starting to get into the cold weather, I'm like, you know. I could really go for an IPA right now. It's the strangest damn thing. I don't understand why I do it. <laughs> but like I think I think of it as all right, so if you're eating, you know, hearty food, right? You're eating sometimes you need some acid to kind of like cut through that to kind of like balance everything out. IPAs are the acid of beer to me. So like I can drink the heavy stuff and I like the stouts, those are my jam and all that stuff, but sometimes like I need something to kind of like like kind of like reset kind of like fix my palate for a second and just kind of like reset so uh ipas have oddly enough kind of become a thing for me hmm. thoughts uh i don't know i ipas they just everything's just strong everything's just in my face and and too much yeah. maybe for you it's like a palate cleanser like the whole like french aperitif or whatever that stuff is Ooh. or i don't know Fancy. those in between things uh, anyway, it's kind of right. like that maybe for you, but uh, I don't know. It it feels like, and even even the okay, this is where I want to go a little bit. Like I feel like craft drinking, craft beers. We we maybe wanted to be a part of something, but also be different. Like when we started drinking yeah. craft oh, beers, yeah. and we sure. we keep wanting to try different things to to try what's next and new or whatever. And I think in order to fulfill that, certain brewers have to get crazier or weirder. They have to be even more ridiculous with their marketing. Ninja versus unicorn. Like, what does this even mean? Who knows? Like, <laughs> it's it, like if you were to walk by, like if someone just gave you names of beers and you saw Ninja versus unicorn. Yeah, it's probably an IPA. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, right. just because it's awkward and large and weird, like that sounds you're right. like that. Lots of cartoony stuff on there, and I think my <laughs> wife would tell you that she's often sold by labels, and like, I, like as are mo- a lot of people, most people, you know, like that's a thing, and that, you know, obviously it's marketing. If people weren't turned on to things by things like that, then they wouldn't exist. So they do. I get the feeling that you have some kind of a negative, a slight negative here towards some of the craft brew scene. And uh, I don't, I think I'm, uh, it's, I am part of this though. Like, like if we think about back when, like in college, uh, I, I used to, you know, we'd drink Keystone. I, one time I brought Budweiser because I thought it was heavier and it would be interesting. And my friends like yelled at me and they're like, they called it 
um, horse piss and like it got like real, <laughs> it got real heated because I brought a, a a thirty of Bud just because I was trying something. I don't know. And then eventually I found another liquor store, and then like my friends kept saying like, "Oh, Glenn brought Glenn beer." And Glenn beer was, was craft beer. Like, and, and so I, I'll admit, I embraced it. I thought I was different and I think, or at least I thought it was interesting. And, and in the same way, like you kind of talk about, um, on your vacations or trying new things, new wanting in local restaurants, wanting things like that. This sort of all applies in some way to to craft beer and makes us want to keep trying things. But is there a point when we've over tried, is there a point when like, we've mainstreamed now and we should just, I don't know, maybe, I don't, maybe I'm just uh, afraid to be a part of something big. Is that weird? I, or like uh, the it, reason partially I, why I was here is may have been not just the taste. It may have been to be a part of something. And not just something, but to be something kind of small and underground. Yeah. And an so extent. then now it's like, but you're you know, tre- you're treading a little on hips, hipstery water here. What do you mean? I feel like I, I oh. knew this before it was cool. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, you're right. Oh, yeah. Like you're, you're, you're kind of trending. <laughs> you're, 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 you're walking right up to that. I will admit to, but I think everybody has that. I think there's obviously more to being a hipster than just that. I think for me, it was more music. Like, I loved to be able to introduce, at least, you know, back when I listened to new music, somebody you hadn't heard and be like, hey, look at this. Hey, this is good. You know, like I loved introducing everybody to Finger Eleven before Finger Eleven was a thing, like so that now I can go. Hmm, I knew Finger Eleven, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I, I do think there's an inherent quality to that about about craft beer, and you're not wrong. I, I don't know. I was talking to one of the local breweries, is Buzz Bomb, and uh, I heard him talking one time, uh, and he he said something about like the the days of beer drinkers like us going and just being happy having a core four to six beers just always have these at this like they're kind of gone like you know like like i love great lakes great lakes is like one of my favorite breweries it was edmund fitzgerald was one of the first favorite beers i ever had right it was on my list when uh, yes yes right and so but my i guess my knock or my complaint if it if, if i had one about great lakes is I don't get any of their one-off stuff. Like, so I only get their core beers. Like either they don't ship most of them here or they don't make a lot or, you know, we're, we're eight ish hours away. We don't get a lot of that. And I will put great lakes core beers up against anything. I think, you know, Edmund Fitzgerald, Dortmunder, Elliot Ness. Like I think all of those on versus anybody's like, core beers you know it's you can't compare it to a one-off that somebody makes special but i think those are all great but i do wish i could get more of the one-offs which i think in a roundabout way speaks to what you're saying like i i don't love great lakes the way i used to love great lakes because i feel like i've had everything i can have from them yeah uh I think you're speaking to, so I have a, a group of friends the, there's this, they do this beer share that I've joined. Uh, they're very serious. They sell our beer there. It's really cool. Some really interesting stuff. Yeah, I've got some friends who do the same thing. Some of them are huge into untapped, like obsessively huge into untapped. Yep. 
uh, where we were doing something. It was not an official beer share event. And, uh, oh, actually it was, we went to the state fair for it though, and got a bunch of different beers nice. and tried a bunch of stuff. And eventually we had had a few and I was like, so the one guy was like, Scott, are, are you still checking in your beers? And he's like, eh, at some point I'll probably forget and I'll do it all tomorrow. And I have to remember the whole thing. And I'm like, you're like a slave to untapped. Uh, and that's maybe the strong word, but like, no, it's not because I, I feel, I feel that same thing. Like, I feel like when the wife and I go anywhere new, the same thing happens. Like we try beers, we look at each other, we go, hmm, that's good. and we, we, we switch them or whatever. Boom. They, you know, untapped check-ins. <laughs> then I feel like there's more of a conversation that happens about it. But like the untapped part is a very like important part of the ritual. Um, <laughs> so I, like, I get it. I think it also just speaks to the fact that we are, slaves to our phones yeah uh, okay fair right yeah, like, like, I we don't have think, to if it wasn't everyone untapped, has, if it impose it might your be, experience on others right if it wasn't <laughs> right if it wasn't untapped it might be facebook it might be twitter it might be whatever else instagram whatever else the kids are doing these days so I, you know i don't necessarily fault untapped for that but it is interesting um but i think to your topic of kind of wanting to be a part of something smaller or kind of underground, which I think is kind of the root of this. They all keep popping up. Like I know everyone's all the craft beer bubble is going to have to burst at some point, blah, blah, blah. At this point it hasn't because I think people keep wanting to try and do. So I feel like you've always got your new one that you can go find and be like, huh? How about this one over here? You know, like, so I, I think you can still do it just on a smaller scale. Yeah, and then you, you kind of have uh, almost the elitists. Uh, I don't know if it's elitist, but like the, the folks who are the high numbers on Untapped or, or uh, like, I mean, I have friends that are, and you're one of them and a few others that like, they know their beer and they have tried a lot of stuff and they like love being an expert for others. And in some ways I've liked that as well. I, I used to talk about like, I don't like untapped. I like the correct database in my head, but I used to try to have a database for my friends and my family and like, Oh, my wife, she'll like this. My dad likes this. He should try this. It'll be great. And like, I think it's a, it's a desire to be an expert in some ways that, that brings some of that out in me. Yeah. Um, also, like, I love I love correct or corrupt database. Like I think that's a great <laughs> phrase. I know you've used that for years because that's that's why I started Untapped to begin with. Was I would see something and go, I've had that before. I don't remember if I liked it. I think I did, and I'd get home and I'd be like, Nope, sure didn't. I wish I would have remembered that. And so, like in my head, that's what it was for. It's like I'm gonna catalog all this, not to be like a weird beer nerd about it, but that's that's kind of how it started for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. The elitist thing is tough because I feel like, to an extent, it is a label that I have occasionally been given <laughs> when it comes to music and things. And I'll, 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 I'll eat that. That's fair. I try not to be that way with beer. And quite honestly, I tell anybody, I say, if you tell me you don't like beer, you haven't tried enough beer. Like I, like at this point in time there's something for literally anybody like when you go well i've tried blue moon and guinness like all right but so my elitist uh, like that gonna... statement right there is an act of elitism is it that's right yes. i know i don't see i don't think so i think it's actually opposite i think it's uh it's it's welcoming come come to my come to my world let me show you that there is something that you're gonna like and you'd be like you know what but welcome to the club 
but you just look down upon blue moon drinkers I do. and Guinness drinkers <laughs> I, I, with uh, your your annoying voice version of them. Sure, like, yes. <laughs> no, but my response was when I ask you what beers you've had and those because I feel like when you go to a restaurant, they have the domestics and then like the like the like the like if you go to like Applebee's or something, they're going to have like Blue Moon and Guinness and like Strongbow, you know, like those are like the like fancy beers or whatever that they have. That's not to poo poo necessarily on them, but if you that is to poo poo, let's be truthful, it is a you're little poo-pooing. bit of poo poo. And I look, I like Guinness, I still like Guinness. Uh, my wife hates Blue Moon, <laughs> hates it. Um, but you don't want to, but my point is, of like, if that's the extent you know, throw Dos Equis in there too. Like if that's the extent of, of the beers that you've tried, then you haven't given it a fair chance. It's like saying I've painted with green, blue, and yellow. I hate all colors. Like, well, you haven't looked around to see what else is out there. Please allow me to show you. I think that's welcoming. That's welcoming to your, uh, palette of, uh, salmon and, burnt orange and whatever but it's unwelcoming to the blues and greens i I mean i I suppose but like i'm not asking you like if i have somebody for instance uh my wife's uh sister hates beer says it all tastes like armpit (laughs) which is hilarious to me um right hates it hates it and like i'm not gonna come to her and be like you know what well, actually, I will. I'll make her drink anything because we drink together. But I'm not if I'm someone's legitimately trying to learn, I'm not going to be like, here, take this 17 percent barrel aged stout. Like, that's not where I'm starting with you. I'm not giving you that and going, huh? you should love this. Like, no, right. no. Uh, you know, one of the things that my wife will always go with is Wells Banana Bread. It's a fruit beer. It's it's kind of sweet. It's like, you, I saw that face. You made a face. <laughs> it's judgment. Yeah, for sure. Right. But you know what? For people who don't like beer, and I use air quotes, they drink it and they go, hey, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> like, there, there's, you know, if you are interested in seeing what I or you or anybody else can provide, there are things out there that you will like. My dad swears up and down. Bud Light is what he'll drink. Like, that's what he's got at the house. If he's going to have a beer, it's Bud Light. And I think it was two Father's Days ago. I took him to Buzz Bomb locally. And I was like, now the IPAs, he said, uh, tasted like a pine tree, which yeah. I thought was a right. Like, That's a classic yeah. response. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, but like I kept like going and going and like he wound up liking the brown the best. The bar fight brown, 9%. Like he was like, yeah, <laughs> that's the one. And I'm like, yeah, it is. That is the one. <laughs> That is the correct answer. But, you know, like, if you're willing to try, there's so much good beer out there right now. Like, there will be something that your palate likes. I agree. The My worry is more about us that are looking it down upon others. So, uh, at my work, my work is very strange, I'll admit that. Uh, we have birthdays, anniversaries, and there's beer. Um, we're a marketing agency, so it's weird. Nice. But, um we've had ties with Miller. So there's Miller products usually. And yeah, see your face. Uh, I've been enjoying a high life every once in a while and <laughs> no, really liking, no, really liking my life. Yeah, I did. I do. Like when you're just like wanting to, you know, chat with people real quick and just uh, have a beer, have a piece of cake. Like it feels good. It tastes good. And, and beer and you know, cake. People... That's an interesting combo. I, I mean, I eat anything with anything. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Fair. Fair. <laughs> So I, 
you know, people would, you know, we look at each other and we make fun of it a little bit, but then like, I'm trying to embrace like, Hey, a beer's a beer, you know, like if it's what you want to be drinking at that moment, uh, and even going further, like hard seltzers and all that stuff, like there's a lot of judgment that we do in life, especially about others' choices and our own choices about food and beverage. And I, I don't, maybe I'm being a proponent of not being a judge, not having that judgment. I don't know. Is that weird? No, it's not. It's, it's, you know, it's absolutely correct. One, I just want to point out that you bring a level of like cerebralness, if that's the word, <laughs> that Luck and I do not provide. So it's nice to have that. Like, I feel like, yeah, it's just different. And I love it. I do. It's interesting, though, because you say we don't want to bring judgment on, on the other choices. And I agree. Yet to we some do, we do, we but to some extent, we make fun right, of each other. You right? wanted to be a part of something small and different to have as your own, but part of that's being a bit judgy of others to be like, "Look, I got this, you don't." Yeah, it's, hypocrisy it's, it's, within twenty minutes. I totally get. It. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you are completely right. Right. Um, <laughs> Shoot. Got you, you got there, me. man. <laughs> Bam. Um, any other thoughts on the craft beer scene? Is there? I'll I'll tell you who I do look down on. You ready? I'll admit to this. Yeah, go ahead. People who try and tell me that sours are good. You get right out of here. <laughs> like, gross. There are a few sours I've had that are like, okay, and I can handle that, and it's fine. But, like, it's just not my style. I don't understand why you have these weird, funky, make-my-mouth-pucker beers. Get them out of here. Uh, this uh, Fans of sour will not like this uh, attempt to, to retort. But do you like like Sour Patch Kids? Like do you, the weird candies that like like some of those weird like even like the hot candies that were like it's super cinnamony and things like that. I think and, and I don't. So I guess that maybe that makes sense. Like like in the Halloween candy, like I want chocolate. The rest of it can go. Like I don't need yeah. nerds. I don't need any of that other stuff. Get it out. Like I so maybe that makes sense. Maybe just my personal tastes do not care for anything in that realm, regardless of what form it comes. Yeah, I, uh, I I actually really like sours, but they mess up my gut, and I can't I can't do it. Like I really want to enjoy a sour. In fact, uh, there's this lambic I had one when I, when we went to Europe. It was amazing, and I I have a very strong memory, even of being that I was 18. Like, and now I'm double that almost. Like, I have a strong memory of being in a cafe in Amsterdam drinking this lambic. And in this, like, it just, it somehow that like plays up and, you know, we talk about how experiences play up the food and the beverage, and this is one of those, but it hurts my gut. I, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. That's I feel like an old man. <laughs> that's funny. That's, uh, that's funny. Um, hmm. but you know what? We're going to continue down this path because you brought up a thing that we didn't really touch on, which is locations. Like I, I think locations matter. Um, Tell me more. Well, for instance, Rodel is like, uh, <laughs> it, like it comes up, right? It comes up all the time, right? You sure they don't give you a, throw you free beer for all their uh, advertising? You, you know what? They, <laughs> I'm gonna get some tonight. I'm sure I will because I think we're heading up there. Um, like, but it's it's a very like. Look at you finishing the beer, out of boy. I really like this beer. I'm Good, surprised man. how much I like this beer. Good. And it's not too coffee. I think it's the nitro that actually makes it nice. But uh, 
I'm but, having another. Good. I hope you do. Well, mine's a 16 ounce, so I feel like I'm 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 still pacing with you. Hey, we don't have to. We don't have to. It's not yes, a cup to yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, but I yeah, you you laugh at Rodell, and I think like as he pours beer in front of my face, like it's a weirdly special place for the wife and I. Like we have been very welcomed there. Like the brewer knows us. The, one of the like the main bartender there. Like I'm Facebook friends with her. Like the. I feel like sometimes we bring friends there and they're like, it's good, but it doesn't like blow them away. And like, I'm not sure at this point that I can differentiate between what is amazing from them and what's just pretty good because I love being there. Like, and so the, cause you mentioned tap rooms versus our tap rooms and new bars. And yeah. right. Like, I, I think this kind of like plays into that is like, it's it's like a uh, it's an oddly cheers away from home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand the barcel is always open for you, <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah. I think that's that feeling. I, I I agree. I I mean, I don't. I've always wanted to have a local bar. Like I've always wanted to be a regular somewhere. Right. I don't really know why. It it really is just some mystique. It's not necessarily that I want to be going out as often or any of that, but like, there's just something, I think it's the sense of community. Yes. And I think for you, Rodell, it's that sense of like you, 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 you know, that bar stool, you know, that game of foosball, you know, that pin, whatever, like, you know, that bartender, you enjoy this beer here. And I think there's, that's a whole different side to this. That is, uh, really interesting and beautiful. I would actually argue. And that, but what I worry is, that the two sides are not congruent. Like the sense of community and having the one space is not congruent with the desires that we have to keep trying new things unless that space mm-hmm. keeps presenting you new things. So like, for example, there's a brewery. It's literally two blocks from my house. Uh, I work with one of the co-owners. I, why, are I, you I, not, why are you not a regular there then? Exactly. Why am I not a regular? Why there? are like, you not? I like their beer. The space is pretty good. It's a little, uh, they, but you can have dogs inside, which is really cool. Uh, we and our neighbors go there. That's um, when we have friends over, we'll go there. Uh, but I'm not, I'm there once a month, maybe like, and I'll claim it as my own. It's my local brewery and I, I like it, but uh, I, even I, with these ideals of community or whatever I have, uh, is it sustainable is kind of the question. I mean, obviously they're doing fine. So I'm not the right person for this for them, but that's fine. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Where are my heads at? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where <laughs> it is either. You should be there. It's two blocks away. My God, man, that's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. The whole thing is, is, uh, it's, a, it's just an interesting topic. I feel like we could talk about it forever if we wanted to, but you know, the idea of different beers and where and how and all that stuff, man, I appreciate you being a part of that. And if luck were here, he would say it's good. It's a, it's a, it's a little hoppy. <laughs> well played. Welcome back, kid segment time, and it's time to talk about something that has ruined my week plus at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're talking about daylight savings time. 
so as any parent of children and in fact dogs because i think we we, right we can get in on that too because my dog has been affected too man like almost like to the minute my daughter is beginning up like an hour early every day (laughs) like to the minute like it's so like like are you messing with me it's just ridiculous why are we still doing this I I don't know. I uh I mean I I like it though in some ways I'll admit uh the morning being starting to get light when I'm waking up is a good thing again when it's just complete darkness in the morning it's not as fun. Do you disagree? Not as fun? I mean I, fun, I, I mean not like fun. Not morning getting up in the morning is not fun, but it it does not help my like desire to get moving on the day if it's just pitch black i mean i i suppose that's true my desire to get moving on the day is minimal always so i i just i don't i'm not sure that i understand the point of it anymore Uh, why are we still doing this am i way off base was this like farm based did i make Uh, that up i should have done research (laughs) either way what it has done is it has wrecked the dynamic because my kid's a good sleeper she really is and so what we've tried to do was let her stay up a little bit later in hopes that she will sleep like you know to try and start to even this out and yeah. it's starting to work but man like getting up at you know 6 15 or 6 30 instead of 7 15 or 7 30 like having somebody come knock on the door and come in and like give me a sweet hug which is wonderful but it's like kid my God, man go back to bed like it it just it just throws everything for a loop and i'll tell you uh, as discussed it also has affected my dog who eats at a very specific time all the time and an hour early now she's like is it we eating what are we doing here yeah, yeah. like why am i not eating right now <laughs> does it affect you too i think it has because i feel like the first couple of days i went to work and I was like, God, I'm hungry. Like, because like, I don't eat breakfast before I go to, like, I bring my breakfast to work and I eat it about 9, 9.30 every day. It's about the time I eat it. It's fine. And right, like, I'd get there and I'd be like, God, love, like, I'm hungry, man. Like, what's going on? So, yeah, it, it affects me, too. I don't like it. Yeah, uh, my dog, uh, and we're actually dog sitting, too. So my dog, he's a little guy, um, but he uh he'll in the morning especially like this morning he was like it's time to eat let's go uh you know what's going on and then right. marv is the dog we're dog sitting he's a greyhound so he's he's a big guy and so many times this week he's come up and uh he was he's been staying on my wife's side of the bed he comes around and he's as tall as the bed so his face is right in my face <laughs> and uh he's just like looking at me he's like all right uh, it's time to let's go uh, what's going on and it's like 6 15 or something I'm like, dude go back to bed. Like, what is your problem? Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I poo poo on the, the effects of the change, but I do, I don't know. I kind of like, there's actually like a formality to the changing of time. That is like a little bit of the formality of the changing of the seasons. Does that make sense? Like, sure. All right. So you're saying like here, here is our like benchmark. Like at this time, we change the time, and that it's kind of entering in this season or whatever, what have you. Yeah. It. It. And it's a it's a pin in the year. Like oh, that's the time change. And okay. admittedly, it's a little bit different since it's moved a few weeks. I think uh, it's a little bit 
Right, because it's not the same time as it always, like, I feel like, which is all the more absurd to me. Like, what are we even doing here? Why are we? I really wish I would have done some research on this because it, it does bother me why we're still doing it. I don't, uh, I don't. People have talked about it being electricity. So, like, in the evening, if you have more time in the sun, then you uh, you won't spend as much electricity. But on the flip side, more hour, like, there's stuff about air conditioning too, and it like counterbalances and all sorts of studies, and it's a whole big mess. And nobody, it's one of those things where everybody studied it and come up with a different opinion. Right. Um, so uh, it, it's also it's a, interesting because I feel like every time it happens, people like there's always like a movement like we should get rid of this, we should get rid of this, and then for six months it goes away until it happens again, and then oh we should get rid of this, we <laughs> we should definitely get rid of this. Um, I do miss it when I used to go out though. Or you get that extra hour that night. Yeah. <laughs> Going out to a late bar and be like, it's time to close. No, it's not. All right, we got another hour. That's a bad idea. That is never a good idea. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I should have stayed out an extra hour. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I... Nothing good is going to happen in that extra hour. Uh, this is, again, a symbol of my, my age or something. But in my profession in technology there's always something that has a tendency to be weird or wacky around uh, the time change. Yeah. So like we had this one, it's a user interface for call center agents. Anyway, there's like some JavaScript bug that we have that like things go wacky in the, if it crosses, if there's like this date range that crosses the day that has the time change. And it took us like a year. I think it took two instances to figure out that it was always happening on the same day. And that day was a time change. Nice. So like, because it only happens, you know, like for just a little bit of time. Right. And just all sorts of weird, like I this other thing is report that it had two, uh, two, two o'clock hours because the time change happened. It rolled back or no, I guess it's two one o'clock hours. And, and it, it was confusing. And, and the people who were receiving it were like, what is this? And, and like the numbers weren't right. And I was like, God, I don't want to deal with this stupid time change stuff, but whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, it's just, it's a weird thing. And it, it just wrecks my life with my kid. So now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. forgot about the kid. Now, do, do you think you could have, so you talked about ahead of time that you were trying to like ease her into it. Is it kind of like the easing into, and maybe this doesn't apply, but like school age kids, remember at least when we were about to go back to school, mom and dad would like try to get us bet to a set schedule. And yeah. Like, and like, it feels like in a similar way, you're like, have to prep the kid for daylight savings time to go to end. And yes, that's absolutely perfect. Uh, analogy that what I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. Like you're just trying to, you know, ease in and ease out to just kind of like make it so that it's not such a conundrum. Bedtime's always a conundrum for me. Cause I'm like, a let's get in, let's get out, let's get it done. And that always loses, always loses, always loses. And like, I just cannot make it happen. Like I try so hard and then, but I'm like, Oh my God, in your mind now it's 1030 or 930 or whatever. It's later than it should be. And I know you're still going to wake up early tomorrow. Like, no, go to bed. Like, how do you explain it to her? Like the fact that we're moving the clocks. Is there any, like, how do you, I don't, <laughs> It's just the way it is, honey. It's just the way it is, right? I like, <laughs> right? Like, 
we tell her, you know what? Look at the clock. It's bedtime. She doesn't read a clock. She doesn't know. <laughs> like, it just, it's bedtime. Cool. But I do think it has messed her up because I think she sees the sun in the morning. And she's like, nah, time to get up. See the sun. We're good. Like, oh, it's not good. It's not good. Go back to bed. But we are very staunch. This is uh, kind of slightly off topic, but we are very staunch. Like, kid doesn't sleep in the bed with us. Like, it's a thing. We're very, like, that's a that's a hard and fast rule. Because I feel like it would be very easy for me, like, when she comes in here too early, to just, like, pick her up and be like, come here. Just get in the middle. Just be fine. Go back yeah. to sleep. But nope. Because we did that with a dog. And then once the dog was there, the dog never left. I agree. That was a, a precondition to getting a dog in this household. Really? Yeah. Uh, no well, food you? scraps. No, yeah, from me. No food scraps from the table, and no dog in bed. And the food scraps from the table has been violated more than I'd like. Uh, <laughs> and the dog in the bed. There's been some, like if I'm tra- like uh, if I'm gone or something for a night, she'll bring the dog right. into the bed. The other morning, the dog jumped on the bed. And I was like, dude, what's up, man? And he like looked at me. And he's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting out of here, right? <laughs> It's awesome. Dogs are so cool. They're so smart. It's fantastic. But yeah, uh, what happened is my dog used to, which counts as a kid, still kid segment. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she tore her ACL in her knee and uh, used to sleep in her crate, which was fine. She had no problem with it. But she just looks so pathetic. Like just oh. like she didn't have surgery. It was a one of her back legs. She's a bulldog. So her front's where most of her weights is. is. And so she was like... And then one day she just looked like, do I have to get in here? And we're like, no. So I picked her up and put her in there and she's never left. Like she's never left. This big 60 pound moose dog just right in the middle. You have to lift her up every time, right? Uh, No, for most of her life, once she, once her leg kind of healed up, she made the jump. Like she's 12. Oh, really? She's 12 now, so I, I she might still be able to like she's got springs like me. So uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I threw that in there. Um but uh yeah, Does she I got mean, the mullet like you? What's that? Does she got the mullet like you? Oh <laughs> no, she doesn't. She's a short hair dog, thank you. Um but uh she um look at you, you're so proud of yourself. Uh yeah, like I don't know. She might still be able to make the jump, but at some point it was just like, look, I'll pick you up. It's fine. Yeah. Like now you have like elderly like uh dispensation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, she's twelve. That's for a bulldog, yeah, like that's, that's old. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so, like, you know, it's all about like like sometimes you can still see her like eyeballing it, like I could still do this. <laughs> Right, you can just see it. Like she's got such a face, and you can just see her thinking, "Like I can make this jump." Like, but don't. Like, what's the point? Like, you only have so many jumps left in the legs. Like, save them. You never know. You never know when you're going to need them. Hold on to them. How do you How do you convince the kid not to get in bed when the dog's in bed? Like, how How do you lay down this law? It doesn't. It doesn't seem to. Well, the kids have been in her bed since the night she came home. Like okay. she was never in our room. Like that was a, that was a big deal for the wife. And I was like, cool. Like, I don't have any idea what we're doing here. <laughs> whatever, whatever you say is fine. We'll go with it. On our and, talent. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. Right. So I was like, whatever. I mean, if that's what you think. And she has, she's been a great sleeper. And I think part of that is because she's always kind of learned to sleep and, you know, not that we wouldn't go in there if she was having a moment, but I feel like if, if she's with you and next to you all the time, you can kind of just, you know, touch and whatever, whatever. I think maybe you start to wake up more and then they start to crave that touch if any time they have an issue. So she's been a great sleeper her whole life. And so she's always known sleep in my bed. It's what I do. And when I, when I get up, I get up and I go bug the parents and get you out of bed and we get moving. Yes. And so okay. like also when she goes to bed, the dog is sound asleep on the couch somewhere, just, just snoring away. And so like, I know that she understands that the dog sleeps in there because if she comes and wakes us up, the dog's still in there. But like, I, like, I don't think it always computes in her brain. Like, okay, dog sleeping on the couch. I sleep in the bed. That's the end of it. What about when she's scared? Like if thunderstorms or something like that, how does Doesn't that happen? Play? Oh, well, that's lovely. Yeah, it really is. Like it makes me terrified to potentially have a second child. My wife's not pregnant. Take it easy. But like, <laughs> like the idea of having a second one at some point is terrifying because our current kid is fantastic about like 92% of the time and about it. Like she doesn't get scared. She sleeps through storms. We had a humongous tree limb come down, like did damage to like our roof. Part of our siding at one point, we had to get a whole bunch of stuff fixed. She didn't wake up. She was just like, nah, we're good. Wow. Yes. Yes. And it was right outside her window. Like busted our fence. Like she was like, nah, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> She gives no cares whatsoever about like when she's sleeping, she's sleeping. So that's good. Yeah. She sleeps like luck. She doesn't snore <laughs> like the dead. <laughs> I don't know how the dead snore, but I'm sure it's like luck. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, odds and ends time. Sorry, my computer lagged. If there's a bit of a lag time there, that's on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know what we have planned for this segment? Nothing. We're going to talk. I actually have something. Oh. Look, look, look. I, I got a story to tell. Um, this <laughs> beer glass. Say, you just said you had nothing. You said you had nothing. And then I, I turn on the mic and you're like, yeah, I got a thing. I just I just found one. I just found one. Okay, this beer glass uh, that I I poured my delicious uh, cold brew cream ale yep. in. Uh, it's from a brewery called Oss. A A S S. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's what you got. And I little no no no. I keep going. Keep going. I literally uh, actually my wife and I we found this glass on the side of the road in Norway. While we were going to her ancestral home, I'm sorry, you found it on the side of the road. Literally, this is not this is. And weird. you thought I should get this? Yes, because okay. First off, it's just funny. It's called ass. <laughs> and then secondly, it's all in Norwegian, and uh, it was I found it in her ancestral home, the town like of her great grandfather or something. And so we took it. It was all like dirty and weird. And I cleaned it up at the hotel and brought it home. And 
Here we go. All right. That is quite the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. All right. So I feel like we should answer or we should go over last week's question, which was either really difficult or kind of a dud. Um, I know movies aren't necessarily your jam as much as it might have been um, for some of us. Top three current movie stars. I thought, I mean, it's a, I feel like the universally accepted answer is The Rock. Yes. Uh, how many? Okay. So, first off, I want to go definition. That's the way I work. Are you sure? I think the definition is a movie that can be carried by this name or like the marketing materials are focused on this name and makes you kind of want to go see it just because the name is on it. Yeah, right. I think as we touched last week, like I love Edward Norton, but most people don't go to see movies because Edward Norton is the star of it. Right. Whereas if you see Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you're like, I'd probably go see that. Yeah, I might see that. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Can we talk about how amazing that is? Yes, tell me more. I mean, you don't think that it's amazing that a guy who was a wwe superstar is somehow the biggest draw in hollywood now uh it's not that different i mean wwe is acting sure but nobody else has done it hogan was in bad movies like bad movies you want to talk i think you want to talk about suburban commando right now i i think it's because the rock committed to it i mean i i guess he only came back occasionally like once he started going, he only I think he only came back occasionally. Sure. And so it, it wasn't that like Ho, like I feel like Hogan kept and I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm just gonna throw <laughs> it out. Like I, I feel like Hogan tried to keep the wrestling thing going and on the side do this. But whereas the rock, like primary activity actor, side activity for a little bit, wrestler. Okay. And and I that's probably true, but I also you might argue that had Hogan been successful as an actor Maybe he would not have come back to wrestling. Fair. Yes. Okay. You're right. right. But I mean, there are a lot of wrestlers. I mean, you know, Austin, who is arguably the biggest wrestling star in the history of the business, tried acting, didn't didn't do much. You know, Shawn Michaels has been in movies. Uh, well, I mean, John Cena's in movies now. Like, this is not like a, oh, this is a new thing. Lots of wrestlers try this. It never works except for him. Like, that's a thing, man. Do you think even as wrestlers, some of those folks were one-dimensional, whereas The Rock kind of showed a few more dimensions? Or am I just BS? No, you're absolutely correct. I feel like The Rock probably could have been great at anything. Like, I feel like he carries... Whereas I feel like Austin is incredibly charismatic to wrestling. The Rock is a charismatic human being, period. Like... But even in their wrestling personas, wasn't uh, Steve Austin like? Wasn't he very one note. more down? Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, and it's the primary. Rock at least had. I think that the Rock had a few notes. Am I wrong? No, you're absolutely no. correct. You're absolutely right. Oh, but I, I mean, so does Cena. But I don't really think that he's going to wind up anywhere near, you know, the Rock's level. It just. He's got those uh, dad movies. They aren't bad. Yeah, and he's like fourth in line on those things, though, right? Like, I mean, it's he's the big guy, like he's right. The, but I mean, it's Wahlberg and it's you know, you know, Farrell and you know, and then you know, probably the the girl and then Cena. Like, and that's not to say that it's not fine. Like, that's a fine role to play. It's just 
that a WWE guy, a guy that was just a wrestler, is the biggest draw in Hollywood right now is is just like it 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 warms me slightly, and it's not just the beer. It's not just the beer. <laughs> I think. Uh, I also think the action movie only has so much space. Like there are less action movies that exist today Agreed. than in, in years gone by, and uh, <laughs> he is in want... all of them. Yeah, so yeah. like he he sort of got the niche in some that's way, true. and like the wrestlers, you that's the niche. You have to go there, right? Yeah, I mean, I that's probably true. Um, moving from the Rock, excuse me. Do you? So, I feel like a lot of people said we had. Wed saw Robert Downey Jr. I got to pull it up, which I, I like. It's interesting because I'm not entirely sure that I would count him as a movie star currently. Like, I don't you, know, you make that face. But what's a movie that he was the star of that's done? Iron Man. OK. And how old's that? I have no idea. 11 years. It came out in like 08. Hasn't there been another one since? Yeah, there's been two. But I don't know like, crap about My movies. point is, like, he's been part of, like, I don't feel like you can count any of the Avengers because I don't feel like any of them have done enough on their own. Like, Avengers are a draw, yes. But I don't know that, like, do you go run out to see a Chris Evans movie? Do you know who Chris no. Evans is? I probably would. He's Captain America. Me. My point is, okay. thank you. Thank you for making my point. I, I was actually talking it over with my wife. I was like, oh, God, we got to talk about movie stars. I don't really know anything. I was like, I think my answer might be a Hemsworth, but I don't know which one. So <laughs> I think that means I can't give that as my answer. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is the one that has been referenced. Uh, somebody said, Ryan, I've had a couple of Ryan Reynolds. And I feel like that's actually a really good answer, too. Like, even though a lot of his movies aren't necessarily good, I feel like people go to see Ryan Reynolds movies. Uh, I don't know. No, I feel like there's a there's an overweight, and this is has to do with marketing. There's an overweight to the action movies and the Marvels and the because those I think are marketed more. Yeah, is that true? Well, I mean, I I nobody said this, but I think it's an interesting one. Also, comedies can can run that that level too. Uh, my wife talking to her, she she mentioned potentially Kevin Hart. Like, and that's straight comedy, but he's also in a lot of rock movies. So like, it's kind of, it's like, it's kind of hard to tell what's, who's doing what there, but you know what I mean? Like, right. So yes, action movies, big things like that are, are obviously the draw, but so are comedies. I feel like comedies can be a big thing. And I don't think there are a lot of those right now. Somebody said Tom Cruise. And I feel like that's insane that somebody who was initially big in the eighties is still a thing now, but he is. Yeah. I mean, Again, back to the like uh, the headline definition. His name is going to be right below the name of the movie, and it's going to be in big letters. Yeah, like Top Gun is going to say Top Gun Tom Cruise. Like it's going to be right. Yes. Um, uh, and to that point, I'm going to argue that potentially one of the biggest movie stars is rarely in the movies. I'm going to say Quentin Tarantino. Uh, He's not a movie what? star, but people go to see Tarantino movies. It, Tarantino's name is as big on the marquee as anything else. When you see the hateful eight, a movie by, you know, Quentin Tarantino or whatever. He is a draw. People go to see Tarantino movies, regardless of the fact that he's not in them. Tangent is his last name originally Tarantino. <laughs> I have no idea, but I bet Google knows. If, 
if his last name was Smith, wouldn't that be not? Well, I guess there's a was it Kevin Smith, but like Tarantino, I think the fact that his name is so interesting sort of helps you realize that he is interesting and then helps like that his whole brand. Yeah. I think that uh, same happens for M night. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Except he just had some bad movies. He had some real bad movies, but I feel like he does the same thing. Like any movie that he has, like it's signs, a film by M night Shyamalan. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, but he just had some real stinkers in there for a long time that kind of took him down. But I I'm standing on my Tarantino answer. I'm standing by it. it. It's weird. He's not a movie star, but he is a movie affiliated, a director in this case that, that does get draw. I'll, I'll agree with that. Right. Um, my wife also was looking for any female to put on this list. I put Jennifer Lawrence on my that list. That is what she came up with as well. That is the one that we could come up and be like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I was I was struggling the same. I was like, there's got to be something we can do here. For, and Jennifer Lawrence. But then I also, I think that caused me also to put Bradley Cooper on the list. That's it. I hadn't considered like, him, but that's a good answer too. Look at you, you're just shrugging. Like you're real proud of yourself and you drink your beer. <laughs> I can talk movies, look at this. Ah, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's an interesting thing. And I think also, I think it speaks to, and Luck and I have talked about this, the idea that franchises run the thing right now. And like, so you wind up with the same few people doing the same recurring roles over and over. I mean, God, could you save Vin Diesel? Like he was in all those Fast and Furious movies. He is Groot. I am Groot. Um, no? I don't even get that reference. Guardians of the Galaxy, man? Yeah, again, all all the comic book movies, I'm worthless. You've never seen Guardians of the Galaxy? No, I'm worthless. Also, I'm worthless. Also, speaking of which, can we say Chris Pratt might wind up in there? Because he was in he's the star of Guardians of the Galaxy. There are movies, perhaps you've heard of them. Um <laughs> he's also in the two most recent Jurassic Parks. Like I feel like he he can have Wait, a- there's two recent Jurassic Parks? Yeah. God, what is wrong with these franchises? The, okay, for the record, fine. for the record, they're much better than Jurassic Park two and three. They still will never touch one. You you can't get worse than Jurassic Park three, as I remember. So okay, fine. Yeah, they're much better. If your thing is a pile of negative five, <laughs> a, a zero or a one is still uh, something. Uh, question: What's your favorite dinosaur? Uh. I mean, it's influenced by Jurassic Park. I would say Velociraptor. Did you know they're not that big? Uh, did you set me up? No. You picked <laughs> a bad answer. That's not my fault. They're like, apparently, Google it, they're like the size of chickens. You set me up. I didn't. <laughs> now I have to figure out how to spell Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. They're not the size of chickens. Come on. Yeah, I think they were. Google it. What's your favorite dinosaur? Triceratops. Okay, yeah. And how much is Land Before Time an influence on None. that? None. I, as a kid, lo- what? As a kid, I loved Triceratops. I liked the idea. Uh, I like the idea of the like the protect your neck. We got three horns. Like, like right. Like I can go on offense if I need to, but I also have built-in defense. And I always thought it would be cool to ride one. Like you just sit behind the shield. 
Why does your head go there? Why wouldn't it go there? Are you kidding me? I can sit behind the shield. Like, I'm defended. I just hold on. It's like a little ride. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia tells me they were the size of a turkey. Considerably oh. smaller than the reptiles in the films. My apologies. I meant I, I was off. But I'm much closer than what was on the... as Again, in the film. So... Apparently, there is another dinosaur that is actually bigger and maybe is a better influence to that size. Mm. I was, according to Wikipedia and my five seconds. Yeah. I was real disappointed to find out that the uh, Dil- Dilophosaurus in the first one, the one that spits and with the thing, with the, yeah, yeah uh, didn't actually kill the fat guy. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Come on. Um, Newman. Uh, <laughs> didn't spit like that wasn't a thing like they just completely made it up for the movie which is fine i got to or the book whatever um yeah i feel like we're destroying my youth right now i don't really like that <laughs> uh yeah well so yeah we went on we went on a dinosaur tangent <laughs> and you picked and you picked a turkey you picked a turkey it's appropriate. It's Thanksgiving mm. month. Are you a big fan of turkey? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I like it. I feel like it's like my fourth in line when it comes to like Thanksgiving meal. Like I want, I want mashed potatoes and gravy. I want stuffing. I want green bean casserole. I want all of those before I want the turkey. Uh, I mean, it, it's all necessary together for me. It, it's the full experience. Okay. Do you cook? Um, I can. No, but um, I mean, like, not, who does I, the who does the Thanksgiving meal? Uh, it's usually these days we're still at uh someone else's house, so I assist usually. I'm a sous chef, or a, you know, I I clean up or something. But I I don't. We're we've we've hosted one or two maybe, and Megan's in charge, and and I just uh do what I'm told. Yeah, well, seems right. Um. <laughs> I like the idea at some point of having a Friendsgiving. I'm just throwing it out there. I I see. Why are you uh, poo-pooing on it? I already see you got a poo-poo face. No, I don't know. It just seems it's well played. And uh, uh, I don't know. It just it seems like a, a thing. I don't know. It seems bigger than it need to be. Yeah, I'm poo-pooing. I don't know. What, uh, I want community and then I don't want Friendsgiving. Hypocrisy. Yeah. What is this guy talking about? God forbid your friends get together and have a good time. That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else you want to add to this odds and ends segment before I go to uh, before I go to question? You got something else? No. What's No, no. Hit me with a question. Okay. What do we got? Uh, oddly, this is something I asked like years ago on Facebook. You know how like Facebook, you can go like your memories or whatever. And like on this day, you know, and I brought it up and it's going to be a poll. And I know that Facebook sucks. and won't let me do a poll, but it's an either or. So it's fine. When it comes to store purchased pudding, I don't want to hear anything about like, oh, I made it at home and stuff. <laughs> store purchased pudding. I'm talking snack pack. Do you prefer it room temperature or cold? Wow. The depths of your mind to come up with that one. Yeah. I Look, and because uh, I'm not going to give my answer, but I, the wife and I are on, are on different sides. So, really? so if we have pudding in the house, half of it is in the refrigerator. 
half of it is just sitting on like a counter somewhere so that if we have pudding boom it's fine it's a little here's a little snack pack no big deal one of us prefers a cold one of us doesn't and i i was my mind was blown when i found out that she did not prefer it the same way that i did i was like i don't i don't understand this at all like what how do you live your life this way and so it it sparked a question i uh this is so before in the fry question, I believe there's a there's a complementary nature to your to the way you two are. In this one, it's not complimentary because it's actually more annoying. You have to put the pudding in two places. <laughs> yes, I mean that's true, but then you never you like you know which one is yours. Like I, <laughs> I can never be accused of eating hers because mine exists in one location and hers exists in another. Could somebody like do the swap, like take it, put it in the fridge or take it out of the fridge and sort of put it, it is pudding like beer when that we have this, like this mentality that we should not like warm up beer after it's been cold. I don't know. I haven't gone that deep into it. That's an excellent point. I don't, I don't know. But think is that even a thing? Does it like, does warming cold beer? None of us want to do it. Is that real? Is that a, is that a wife's tale? What is that? That's a good question. I don't know. And like, also I like, what about the receptacle? Cause I like bottles let in more light and things than cans do. Uh, like, does that make a difference? You know, I... talk to your Odell people. They know about stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're your people. They are my people. <laughs> All right. Well, that seems like a wrap it up. If there ever was one, <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening this week. Where can you find us? Dadgab.podbean.com, as well as pretty much anywhere else you find your podcast, including Spotify now. Thanks, Luck. Way to make that happen. Uh, Glenn, any final... Don't you have to list all of them? Isn't that obligatory in this part? I don't know them all, man. <laughs> On your talent! Uh, you got anything else? You want to add any kind of deep... Deep Orion-ish thought processes here. You got anything for me? <laughs> On the spot, no. <laughs> I mean, you've only had an hour and twenty minutes to come up with it. <laughs> anyway, always a delight. As luck would say, we will keep the bar stool open. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening.